Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? A to Z Sports Live on a Friday. Glad to have everybody along talking DeAndre Hopkins once again as there's an update with what DeAndre Hopkins is doing as his free agency starts to heat up uh, as we get deeper into the month of June and teams start having their mandatory mini camps. The Titans wrapped up their mandatory mini camp uh, yesterday on Thursday. Kevin Byard talked to the media. If we've got time, we'll talk about what Kevin Byard had to say. I did a, a post-practice live video uh, for Sam yesterday as Sam is out, out Northwest at his brother's wedding. And so, Filled in for Sam there, but Kevin Byard had a lot of interesting things to say. So we'll see uh, if we have time to get to that later on. But talking about DeAndre Hopkins' tour, an update on what DeAndre Hopkins is doing and maybe what we can see from the timeline and some competition the Titans might have with the free agent wide receiver. And then, Jack, I know you have strong feelings about those out there uh, in the ether on the internet who are comparing DeAndre Hopkins to Julio Jones. And so we will decide if it's Julio part two or not Julio part two. It is a Friday, which means ain't that good news to wrap up our week. So let's get this uh, show rocking and rolling, Jack, here on a Friday. Welcome in. Uh, let's have a good one. Happy Friday, everybody. While we are getting ready to talk more DeAndre Hopkins and the latest news um, in the D-Hop sweepstakes, I want you guys to do one simple thing, and that is share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, share it to your Titans groups. I know you guys are in them. I know you comment in them. I see all of you commenting in them pretty frequently on Facebook. So let's make sure we're sharing the show into Titans Facebook groups. We want that entire audience in here to talk D-Hop. Everybody's got an opinion. Do you want him? Do you not? Does he help? Does he not? Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you tap that bell icon at the top of your screen to get notifications every time that A to Z Sports goes live. You don't want to miss it, especially this offseason. Sam Phelan's going to be out at the Titans facility during training camp. Buck Rising's got prime time, and obviously you're here watching the morning show, so make sure you get an update every time A to Z Sports goes live. If you're watching on Twitch, text that link to your Titans uh, text groups. It's Friday. Look, everyone's going to start start the work workday a little slow today. Maybe start it out with us. Maybe maybe get fired up with us about D-Hop and then worry about your responsibilities after the show. So let's go ahead and circulate the show, make sure it's everywhere, and let's have an awesome Friday. Yep, let's do it officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app, as always. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry, the Titan Up Podcast. We are A to Z Sports and always going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage, including practice videos uh, throughout uh, minicamp and OTAs. Titans back on the practice field next week for one last OTA before they break for training camp. Also got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, who can uh, make your search for a new vehicle that much easier by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better. 
uh, with Farm Bureau Health Plans when it comes to coverage rates and service, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app keeping you safe online and with a two-week free trial by using our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And our friends at Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer in Middle Tennessee uh, with locations across the mid-states in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. So, Jack, uh, talking this morning about DeAndre Hopkins' update, we talked about it a lot yesterday, uh, as it is reported and confirmed by Mike Vrabel on the Titans that DeAndre Hopkins is visiting the Titans Sunday is what um, is what the comments were from uh, Tom Pelissero, who reported that, and you know, I think Mike Vrabel didn't didn't necessarily say Sunday for a fact, but after the Titans' mandatory minicamp concludes, DeAndre Hopkins will be in here. And here's the update we have this morning, Jack, and this is coming from Ian Rappaport, the colleague of Tom Pelissero at the NFL Network, who says first, former Arizona Cardinals receiver DeAndre Hopkins set to visit the Patriots next week. Sources say this is after his Titans visit as Hopkins free agent market heats up. New England could add a top cat top pass catcher for quarterback Mac Jones. And then Rappaport continues a DeAndre Hopkins visit to the Patriots makes sense for a lot of reasons. Here's one. He's played for now Pat's OC Bill O'Brien to start his career in Houston and was an all pro three times in Bill O'Brien's offense. A reunion would be fascinating. Uh, yeah, that would be fascinating because mm -hmm. Bill O'Brien's also the same guy who traded DeAndre Hopkins from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals. So Jack, your initial thoughts on the second visit on DeAndre Hopkins recruitment tour summer 2023. It's not totally surprising to me that he wants to go up and, you know, visit with his former OC, former head coach in Houston. Um, just see what they got going on. And I know he's got a good relationship with Bill Belichick. There was a mic'd up clip, I believe, last year where the two of them were kind of just uh, stroking each other's egos on the field. Like, hey, you know, I, I know you've had a great career. Hey, really respect what you're doing. Um, but yeah, so that's not that's not totally surprising. Look, there's, there's a need for a wide receiver up in New England. I think the Titans and Patriots have similar issues on offense. Uh, the Titans have Derrick Henry. The Patriots don't. That may be the main difference. Um, but yeah, so not totally surprised that he wants to go talk to Bill Belichick uh, and Bill O'Brien and just kind of kick things around up there. It's, I guess we'll talk about whether or not it's a huge threat to the Titans later on, but I think that this is this is something that a lot of people saw coming, and it doesn't really shock me. How, how do you feel about it? Well, I feel like I don't know if uh, DeAndre Hopkins is following uh, the same path line of Taylor Swift. You do a concert in Nashville, <laughs> and then you go up to New England. I know our, our A to Z sports is Doug Kyad, uh, and his wife went to the Taylor Swift concert in uh, Gillette Stadium. But you know, I think it's interesting. I think this was something that was an obvious connecting of the dots to make of DeAndre Hopkins looking for a team, you know, there's not a lot of cap space around the NFL that uh, teams just have to pay DeAndre Hopkins what he was scheduled to make with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, but, you know, AFC teams or really just any team that is needing that extra weapon, I think the Patriots are, I think the Patriots are in a really weird situation because Bill Belichick has had the Patriots, obviously with Tom Brady for 20 years, they were always favorites to win the AFC East once Tom Brady won that first Super Bowl, right? And then Tom Brady leaves, enter Mac Jones after a year of Cam Newton. Uh, and the, the Patriots are right now, Jack, staring fourth place, staring last place straight in the face in the AFC East that has a fire, a big uh, powerhouse in the Buffalo Bills 
the New York Jets without Aaron Rodgers, and the Miami Dolphins, who are doing everything they possibly can to make sure the Tua experiment can be a success. And then the Patriots are sitting here with uh, another Alabama quarterback in Mac Jones and just not a lot of flash, not a lot of excitement to go along with it, where the other three teams are just carrying headlines uh, throughout the offseason. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. And, and, you know, another thing about the Patriots that has me kind of scratching my head a little, and, and I don't know if, the, if this fence needed mending in the first place or maybe it has been mended, but let's not forget that in 2020, Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins. He shipped yeah. him up to Arizona. And, you know, for a player, for a star player like like D-Hop was, who has done just about everything he could for Houston – I wonder if he forgot for, forgot that, or maybe that fractured things between him and, and Bill O'Brien. You never really know um, just kind of how, how that transpires behind closed doors. Um, but it led to Bill O'Brien's firing. He was fired immediately, like at the end of the 2020 season, Bill O'Brien was no longer the Houston Texans head coach. It cost him his job. I mean, it, it cost DeAndre Hopkins a couple years in Arizona where things didn't quite go as well as he'd like. Right. But it was also, I think it was also at the time, uh, an, an attractive landing spot, but Arizona you know, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had stuff to work with in Arizona at least. Yeah. And Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray before, you know, yeah. things kind of fell off, off the wheels. There. Decent running game at the time. Uh, David Johnson. Um, I, I don't know how old that guy is now, but he was at the time playing pretty good football, but I, I don't, you know, I don't know how D hop looks back on that situation. Do, it, do, is there some, you know, is there a bad taste in his mouth with the Bill O'Brien uh, decision to trade DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know, but you'd have to imagine that that at least plays a part in this whole thing. David Johnson is 31 years old, who is the same age as DeAndre Hopkins. That is incredible. I swear he's like 52. No, I mean, that again, <laughs> one of those running backs who was really, 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 really good and like top three pick in your fantasy draft for a couple of years, and then they just fell off the face of the earth, and then he became a Texans running back. Uh, after uh, his time in Arizona, I actually think he was. A, was he involved in that trade with DeAndre Hopkins? He may have been. I know he was involved in. A, I don't know if it was JJ Watt. What the deal? Because JJ Watt, I guess, signed in free agency. So I, I believe so, Austin. I think that that probably was a trade. Uh, he was part of that trade package because whatever it was that the Texans got in return didn't help him. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. So Kane comes in here with the super chat pretty early in the show. He says some fans consistently complain about the team doing the same thing. Uh, but when they do the same thing by bringing in D Hop, y'all cool with it? What you know? What the hell? Y'all wild? Make it make sense? Now, Kane, stay with us, Kane. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let, let's. I'm we're just gonna use Kane's super chat as a tease for uh, the follow up, the second conversation for today, and you know we'll bring it back up there, Kane, so you can get two for your price of one uh, for your super chat later in the show for the reads there. But let's first talk about and Frank and uh, on Facebook brings this up in the chat too. Let's ask this question. Do the Patriots check more boxes for DeAndre Hopkins than the Titans? So do the Patriots check more boxes for DeAndre Hopkins than the Titans did? Because uh, we talked about this yesterday, Jack. Here's the list again. Stable management, quarterback who loves the game, and a championship defense. Now, I think everybody watching the show right now is way more of an expert on the Tennessee Titans than we are the New England Patriots. But uh, do the Patriots check more boxes than the Titans or vice versa? Uh, so we'll get your answers to that and get – the chat more involved this morning, already having some good comments flying in uh, overall. But first, let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai, where they can make you a part of, or they you need to make them a part of your new car buying process. Because buying a car is always kind of an uncomfortable spot because you never know who you can trust. You never know 
what sales guy is just out to go get his. Well, at Wilson County Hyundai, they make sure that you're out there to get yours, and that's the right ride for you. Uh, they've got a great team in Lebanon, uh, home of new Titans receiver Colton Dowell out there, I-40 East uh, of Nashville. Uh, but uh, Wilson County Hyundai has a great team with Payne Bone, family-owned and operated with this dealership. They've got a great inventory to help you get what you need and what you want and find the difference of that. They can also help you out uh, financially with any financing that you possibly need. I know they have 0% APR for 48 months on several of their great models. So go check them out today. You don't pay that downtown price in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go check out the fine folks at BetMGM as well. Use our promo code while you're there. If you're a new user, punch in that promo code that you see on your screen, A to Z Sports. You'll receive um, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think my internet just had like a hiccup or something, but everything's good, right? Are we all set? We're everything's back. fine. Okay, because I think uh, I think my internet literally had a hiccup because it didn't even last as long as uh, Jack reading the BetMGM disclosure. Uh, and so we're good. To- <laughs> uh, that was wild uh, because then Jack was in my spot, and then I finally came to and flipped back over. So all right, um, everybody's good on this Friday. A little freaky Friday action here. So all right, the question we're asking now as. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is visiting the New England Patriots to, uh, next week. So following his visit with the Tennessee Titans, DeAndre Hopkins will go up north uh, to the Boston area to check out the Pats and potentially reunite with his former head coach, former GM, former offensive coordinator, all the titles that Bill O'Brien ha- held in Houston. Uh, so the question we're asking is, do the Patriots check more boxes for DeAndre Hopkins than the Titans do? So, Jack, I'll go ahead and send you to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, what's everybody saying about the comp between uh, who is a better fit? If you're DeAndre Hopkins and he's out here taking recruiting visits, uh, which school has the better offer for, for DeAndre Hopkins? Guy Man says the Patriots do not check more boxes than the Titans. Titans Kyle feels the same way. Charles thinks the Patriots have the edge here. Um, Matt says the, the Pats D is a joke, so he's going to give the edge to the Titans there. No, Steven says. Michael's Michael agrees. Scott says no. Johnny says not at all. All right, Den says the Patriots have the edge here. Um, Rooney says it's it's all on the Titans. Uh, Trilogy says no. Steven says it's about even. Um, Eddie says no. Uh, let's see. Do they even have a QB? It's a fair question to ask, Titan Fox. Uh, Polly D says no way. Roy says no. Uh, to the media, yes. To me, no. See, I mean, that, that's, I, I guess a lot of Titans fans probably feel that way because, you know, the media doesn't really pay close attention to the Titans like they do the Patriots. So, you know, we don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we, I guess, opposite, we do, but, you know, local media, yes. National media, no. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Karen says big fat no. Uh, Corey says absolutely not. So, Max, let's see. 
Mac Jones doesn't seem to be a football lover more than Tanny. And that, that was one of the boxes, as silly as that sounds. Um, so a lot of no's, Austin. I don't think the chat really believes the Patriots have anything. The Titans don't. What, what What's your opinion on this matter? Yeah, you know, I, I think if you because of how DeAndre Hopkins labeled it, like quarterback who loves the game, I think Mac Jones has to check that box because he hasn't shown us any reason to not. Like, I think Mac Jones, um, you know, what are some things we can look at Mac Jones and look at Ryan Tannehill and sh- and say they love the game? I think Mac Jones, for what I can say, he's had some kind of immature childish temper tantrum moments like when he tried to like hurt some or take some cheap shots at defenders after getting sacked and fumbled and that kind of stuff that makes you like go like what are you doing dude like kind of weird behavior but then like the guy didn't start at Alabama for a long time didn't leave he sat behind quarterbacks he waited for his opportunity and then made a lot out of it and became a first round pick so I think you have to give him credit for you know, being, a, you know, loving football and sticking through that situation because he knew it would pay off in the end. So I think he has to check that box. I think the next thing, and I just uh, checked in with our guy, Doug Kayad, who is a, a Patriots expert. I asked Doug, I said, give me, a, he, I asked him to play an A to Z game. Give me one word to describe the Patriots defense. Uh, and Doug said, unpredictable, too many, uh, just because so many guys can play so many spots, it makes it confusing. Uh, for the opposition. So maybe that's a positive in that they can throw curveballs at offenses uh, with what they have defensively. So I, I I would say the Titans check that championship defense box more than the Patriots at this point. And then stable management. Here's where I think the Titans also check this box more than the Patriots too. Because I know Bill Belichick is, you know, the godfather up there. But at some point, the godfather either dies or gets knocked off. And <laughs> I think I think the Patriots are in a limbo period of they're going to have Bill Belichick as long as Bill Belichick wants to be there, but they're kind of in the back of their mind hoping that Bill makes his decision sooner rather than later to retire. I, I think at, to an extent, I think Bill Belichick is holding the Patriots in no man's land because he doesn't want to retire yet. And so that's where I think it is not a state, not as stable as what the Titans have, where I think Rand Carthon, Mike Vrabel, they're probably going to be together for three years. Is Bill Minimal. Belichick going to be around for three years? He's 71. So it's, you know, it really, it's really up to him. And how long does he want to stick around if they're not a championship level team after winning all those titles with Tom Brady? Uh, you know, the hangover has been real in new England since he left, but mm-hmm. You know, you, you brought up the defense, and I think it's pretty close in terms of defense. You know, the Titans had the 15th-ranked scoring defense, but they had the number one rushing D. They were held down by the last-ranked passing defense in the NFL. The Patriots were top 20 in just about every category, 11th in scoring, 7th in run, 17th in pass. They're going to be sound on defense every single season. But I do think, you know, when you look around the league and you talk about how much star power do the Titans have, which is not a lot, the Patriots are probably a team they they have an edge on when it comes to star power because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that you know are, are just role players up in New England. I mean, you could probably say that the who is the biggest star on the Patriots? Juju? Didn't Juju land up in New England? Yeah, that, that's probably true. 
But would you could you also say that the head coaches are the biggest names for both teams? No. I think Derrick Henry carries more weight. Okay, fair. Um, but so you, you got the you, you know, you got the stability angle, and I think I agree with that. I don't know how much longer Bill Belichick has to stay, but I think there's a fourth box here that okay. wasn't on the graphic. And that is weather. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins is from South Carolina. He played at Clemson. In the NFL, he made stops at two dome sta- uh, two dome teams, Houston okay. and Arizona, both extremely warm climates. Does a change to New England make sense? Oh, especially when you have Tennessee as an option. I, I think Tennessee is a great place to live. You want to know, you, you know, you want to know just how much better Tennessee is to live than New England. Well, Bill Belichick spends his off seasons in Nashville. He's got a house here. <laughs> Okay. Check Titans. <laughs> so, so you got to give the edge to the Titans when it comes to comfortability and just living situation in general. I, I the, the Patriots would surprise me if he ended up choosing to go there. And, you know, I, I think the Titans have a lot more to offer. I think not only do they check more boxes on the graphic, but there's some extra stuff they check with the salary cap. Um, when you look towards next year, they've got like $84 million at their disposal. So I think the living situation is a huge factor. He's 31. He wants to be comfortable. He's, he doesn't want to, you know, you know, these hits are adding up at this age. And they feel even worse when you fall on that cold, hard turf at Gillette Stadium. So I think the Titans have a major edge over the Patriots in that regard. I, the, I think the Titans do have a major edge here, I think, in several ways. I think it's because the Titans actually have a way better shot um, of winning their division. I don't think the Patriots do. I think the Patriots might have a decent shot. Like, does DeAndre Hopkins move the Patriots from last place to third, from last place to second? From no, I mean, but could DeAndre Hopkins move the Titans from behind the Jags in second to first? Right. I think you at least have the expectations. Yeah, is DeAndre Hopkins enough on the Titans to change the expectations to where? the Titans and the Jags are neck and neck and it's more of a coin toss than it is currently about who wins the AFC South. I think a hundred percent. Yes. And we talked about this on the Titan up podcast this week. Like what does a Deandre Hopkins addition mean for Titans fans and their expectations for the team this year? Is it playoff or bust? I think it's somewhere in between playoff or bust or, you know, cause you have to make the playoffs. If you go and get D hop like that is, that is the, that is the bar, the AFC South. I mean, you don't want to say it's AFC South or bust because you have to respect the Jags as bad as it sounds because, I mean, the Jags can rip off 12 wins. Now, they're going to have to play a first-place schedule for the first time in a million years, which is tough. Titans fans know that gauntlet. But I, I do think that you have to put the Titans neck and neck with the Jags in the AFC South. You have to expect that they'll make the playoffs, even though they're not going to get a lot of national buzz. But they don't care about that, and neither do we. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think the expectations absolutely has to be raised to an AFC South title if you get D-Hop. All right, A to Z Sports here live. So that's the update there is that DeAndre Hopkins is visiting the Patriots. I also think an interesting note about this, Jack, is that we, we heard Ian Rappaport talk about it, that Hopkins is going to start taking visits and probably doesn't want to uh, participate in mandatory minicamps. This is another thing. The Titans just wrapped up their mandatory minicamp yesterday, and DeAndre Hopkins is coming in a couple days afterwards. The Patriots minicamp is next week, so we'll find out if DeAndre Hopkins comes in there after the Pats wrap up their mini camp to avoid any potential extra work and practices that he has no interest in doing. So I do think that is kind of interesting. Do you kind of agree with the overall narrative there? 
Yeah, totally. I, I wouldn't want to do it either. If I, if I was that good and I was a little older, that 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 stuff seems silly to me. Although I do think, you know, day one of training camp, he's got to be somewhere ready to go. Yeah, uh, for sure. I asked uh, Big Jeff a question, and then this will drive us right into the our main conversation for today, Jack, about Julio Jones. But Big Jeff DM'd DeAndre Hopkins. I asked Big <laughs> Jeff if he responded. Uh, so I will play you that uh, here momentarily. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever you get hurt in life. The Bone and Joint Institute is where you should turn to because they've got the experts, they've got the technology, they've got the convenience because they can do everything in one building. Not Nobody else can do that because you got to go surgery centers, imaging centers, rehab facilities are all different besides the clinic. Bone and Joint Institute has it in one spot under one roof uh, right there in Franklin, Tennessee. But, you know, if it is more convenient for you to go to a clinic elsewhere, they do have uh, some clinics across Williamson County and growing and growing. So check them out right there or online where you can make an, uh, an appointment super easily, boneandjointtn.org. Make an appointment after the show to sign up with BetMGM, and if you do so, you will you will um, receive heavy rewards because we have a promo code A to Z Sports A T O Z Sports. You'll receive up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you happen to lose your first bet. I know you won't lose your first bet; you're going to win it anyways. But just in case you lose it, BetMGM says, "Hey, we'll we'll, we'll throw you up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets." It's a great offer. They want you to start out on the uh, you know on the winning note. Um, in the green, so make sure you capitalize. After the show, new users, download BetMGM and use our promo code A to Z Sports. All right, Jack. So uh, Big Jeff went on NFL Network and said that he DM'd DeAndre Hopkins after hearing the visit news. And so yesterday when uh, Kayla Anderson asked Jeffrey Simmons about playing or potentially playing with DeAndre Hopkins, where Big Jeff said a lot of the same type of things that he said on NFL Network, uh, I had to follow up on uh, how that DM went. the lead, talk about DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure he is a great teammate. And, uh, you know, if he um, decide he want to sign here and I'll, um, people upstairs end up bringing him in to sign here, you know, I'd love to have him as my teammate. So. Did he respond to your DM? Yeah, he did. What did he say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he said. I don't know. I tried, man, Jack, I was like, so what did you guys talk about? Like, I was trying to, you know, just prod and poke and prod to see – where I can get out of that. But hey, uh, I do think it's good to know that DeAndre Hopkins did respond uh, because we're about to talk about Julio Jones in that comparison. And uh, I don't think Julio responded to AJ Brown's DM for like multiple years up until this trade talk started. And AJ started recruiting Julio. Now Big Jeff is starting to recruit uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So how do you feel about the DM transition there? I think that's funny. I think it's cool. I mean, we just live in a world now where, you know, everything's done. You know, most of these guys communicate through social media. And obviously, Big Jeff made a few headlines this this offseason on, you know, in the Twitter realm by mm -hmm. taking the Titans off his bio and following whatever. Um, but, you know, I think it's cool that Big Jeff warrants an immediate response from D-Hop. Like, that, that's the level of stardom Big Jeff has reached. And, you know, he's con he's going to continue to to rise, I think. So I, I find it cool. I'm glad that uh, D-Hop got back to Big Jeff. Surely they know each other well after all the games they've played against each other. Right. But um, it's pretty cool to see. I just hope that Big Jeff's really working the DMs. 
as long as uh, Big Jeff hasn't allegedly spit in DeAndre Hopkins' face during a game. <laughs> That's uh, your thing. Yeah, right. He, allegedly, right, Jack? Allegedly um, sometimes can be a, a loogie hawker. All right, so um, all right, now let's get back to Kane's Super Chat because Kane brought this up earlier. Some fans consistently complain about the team doing the same thing, but yet when they do the same thing by bringing in D-Hop, y'all are cool with it. WTF, y'all wild, make it make sense. So Kane – that's going to transition us right into our Julio Jones conversation because look, I get where you're coming from because there, Jack, do you have the list off the top of your head? Cause you, you rattled it off pretty damn good yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the Carl Pickens, the David Givens, the Eric molds, Eric Decker, Andre Johnson, Randy Moss, Robert Woods, Julio Jones. That, Who am I, I think, forgetting? That, I think that's Is a that pretty, it? that I think that might be the group, right? Uh, does Yancey Thigpen count? I'll allow it. You'll allow Yancey Thigpen to I'll go along with the Carl Pickens back in the late nineties and two thousand. So long list of guys that have been age, you know, older veteran receivers that were great elsewhere came to Nashville and did not live up to expectations. Devin says you can maybe count Algie Crumpler. <laughs> you absolutely uh, can Devin. <laughs> yeah. Now Brandon throws in Justin Gage. I, I think Justin Gage does not deserve to be uh, in this Humphreys group. Does. Uh, Humphreys does. No, Adam Humphreys doesn't either. Cause he was like 26 when he signed with the Titans. I know. I know. These I other, it's just how it panned out. Like that, I have that, to include that list was all guys like 30 or over. Maybe Decker wasn't quite 30, but he was at least close to it. Yeah, we didn't know it at the time, but Adam Humphreys was a lot closer to the end of his career than we'd once thought. We had initially thought when he signed. Yeah. Um, so Julio Jones, right? He is the most recent example of this not working. And Jack, I know you're very passionate about this. And so uh, let's go ahead and ask the audience the question, uh, is the DeAndre Hopkins situation com comparable to the Titans and Julio Jones for what they did? Now, Kane comes in here and says, why, why are y'all assuming that DeAndre Hopkins will be productive? What wide receiver vet have the Titans signed that has worked out? I'll give you 20 years to choose from. Now, <laughs> before we get to everybody's comments on, is it, is this comparable to Julio? <clears throat> Look, I think there's a ton of guys that have not worked out and we just listed them, but there's other veteran receivers and free agent additions at the position that did work out nicely. Like Nate Washington was phenomenal. Devin, if you're going to include, you know, Algie Crumpler in this, then we have to include Delaney Walker and what he was doing. Like mm -hmm. Rashard Matthews, it ended funky, but for until that happened, it was actually pretty dang good. Like Rashard Matthews for what he signed here out of Miami was a 900 yard receiver and made big time plays during the transition out of suck mode for the Titans. And so I think that there are plenty of examples of receivers who have worked out of free ages, free agency here, but yeah, the majority of them were absolute whiffs. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, that's, that's why the Titans have really struggled to find a premier wide receiver for, you know, as long as they've been here, D Mason, AJ Brown are the only two that, you know, I guess you could throw Drew Bennett in there if you really wanted to, but he was a UDFA. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of big name receivers that have come through, you know, the Titans facility. And also produce. I mean, there's been big names, there's been production, but it, it, rarely do they go together. So well, well, let's, let's get into this because now Kane has given us a couple super chats that helped us kind of kick the topic off. But uh, is it 
comparable? Is the Andre, uh, I'm sorry, is the DeAndre Hopkins situation comparable to Julio Jones? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read some comments. Uh, Polly says, no, Julio was washed up. Uh, Fade says, no, it's not comparable. Different coaching, if I'm not mistaken. mistaken. No, I mean, Vrabel, Vrabel was the head coach. I mean, yeah, Todd Downing was the OC. Tim Kelly's the OC now. Um, William says, no, one was a trade. The other's a free agent, which is fair. Uh, Wesley says, DeAndre has better hamstrings, he would say. Malachi says, no, Julio was coming off an injured season. DeAndre Hopkins was coming off of an awesome season. Uh, so there's a lot of no's there. Now let's go to some yeses. Uh, Assad, yes, uh, but it, the, it's the team to blame more than the player because don't ever throw the ball. And then Jason says, same situation until further notice. Um, Zach says, somewhat, but Hopkins has more in the tank than Julio did. So uh, more more comments. Um, Julio is D-Hop. D-Hop is Julio. And the Titan mm. retirement home. And Tannehill is the wheelchair. So Nate Spurman, Nate, God, really strong comment there. Man. So Jack, I'm going to let you <laughs> dive into your full opinion on all of this uh, here shortly. But first, uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you can turn. Hey, maybe, uh, maybe you're looking towards that retirement home, uh, and you need to figure out what health coverage can help you get to that that right stage of life. Farm Bureau Health Plans, they specialize in Medicare. They specialize uh, in young professionals as well. They specialize in every situation. And it's for Tennesseans. They've been serving Tennesseans for now 75 plus years. So you can use Farm Bureau Health Plans for all of your health coverage to get better coverage at a better rate with absolutely great service with Farm Bureau Health Plans, 200 plus locations across the state. Or you can just pick and choose. You don't have to go full spread uh, health coverage if you just want a little extra dental coverage or vision coverage, Farm Bureau Health Plans can do that just for you. It's super easy. Go to this website, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. You can start there to find out what a quote looks like uh, for you. fbhp.com slash ATOZ with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Also, make sure you go check out BetMGM. New users, we've got a great promotion for you guys. Download the BetMGM app. Use code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Plenty of sports going on. College World Series, you know, Stanley Cup Final, NBA Finals. There's a lot going on. I know you guys have hunches. Get some skin in the game. If you do it, do it with BetMGM. Use our promo code A to Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you lose your first bet. All right, Jack, I know you're passionate about this. Is it comparable for DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones in these situations? Because it absolutely did not work out for Julio Jones and the Titans in 2021. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm guessing you are pro DeAndre Hopkins uh, with all the conversations we've had. Why is it not the same for 2023 with D-Hop? Well, before we get into the differences, let's get the similarities down because there, there are a few similarities. I mean comparable you know their situations are kind of comparable but i don't know that the players are um so you know julio jones coming coming into that offseason where the titans signed him he was you know he had a, he had a season where he played in nine games d hop also played in nine games um last year though the suspension kind of uh derailed that julio had a little bit more of a productive season averaged 85 yards a game to d hops 80 um, both had three touchdowns. Julio was 32. D-Hop was 31. Um, you see the numbers on your screen. Almost identical. Almost like D-Hop right. has the edge in catches. Um, you know, Julio has the edge in yards. Both played nine games, so it's a really fair comparison when looking at those two seasons. Yeah. 
However, D Hop's problem, every, what everyone's worried about it with D Hop is, you know, how much does he have left in the tank? He tore his MCL two seasons ago, missed the back end of that season, you know, comes off the suspension, misses six games last year, and then has the knee flare up. I don't know if it was six games he was suspended for, but he gets suspended. And then at the end of the season, he has his knee flare up, so he misses the last two games. But the it, Cardinals were 4-11. Yeah. and 11. It, was a, it was a six-game suspension for PEDs for, for D-Hop. That's right. So, so he missed a total of eight games last year. Six suspension, two with this flare up, where I think the Cardinals just decided to shut him down, preserve trade value, make sure he's healthy coming into the next season, whatever. But you have that season to go off of following his MCL tear. Like, He's given you a nine-game sample size that you're pretty confident in. Again, 79.7 yards per game. We saw it on the screen. That converts into 1,354 receiving yards in a 17-game season. That is elite production, no matter how you slice it. Titans have never had a receiver touch that number. D-Hop would have done it in a full 17 last year with shoddy quarterback play. Julio coming into the Titans that, that offseason. He's coming off a bad year with hamstring problems. Four different times, Austin, he strained his hamstring in 2020. Mm. He did it in week two. He missed one game. Did it in week four. Missed another game. Did it again in week 11. Missed a third game. Then he did it in week 13 and missed the final four games of the season. So you had a Julio Jones that offseason, which the Titans you know, signed, with a huge question mark. How much was his hamstring going to hold up? There was no evidence that it would. And since the Titans signed him, He's only played in 14 games in two years. He played in seven with the Titans, seven with the Bucks. D-Hop played in, like, like we said, nine last year off that MCL tear. We have a sample size. We have evidence that D-Hop's MCL isn't going to be a problem. The two players are totally different. Julio Jones it was, on the, it was on hole 16 of his career when he came to Tennessee. D-Hop, D-Hop's probably on hole 12. There's a lot more to be hopeful about when it comes to Diop's production in Tennessee and his health and durability compared to what Julio Jones was going to offer in that 2021 season. Yeah, I mean, look, all those are facts, right? Um, and, you know, Devin asked, and what was Julio's production over the last two years when he only played in 15 games? It was not very good. You know, we know uh, in Nashville, he didn't score a, a, a touchdown officially until um, – I, you know, I guess the wait, no, I week, don't think he's the last, it. no, the last week of the season, uh, yeah. week 18 against the Texans, he scored his first touchdown. The one against the Seahawks should have counted, but it yeah, it, I, I agree, I agree, but it didn't, right? <laughs> it didn't count, <laughs> but he did it. Look, that was week, uh, that was week two of that year, and Julio had six catches for 128 and should have had seven catches and a touchdown on top of it. So well, he was a big factor in that, but then yeah, it completely dropped off because. Once Halloween came around, Julio Jones did not have a game post-Halloween for the Titans over 35 yards in a game until the last week of their season. Gosh, that's not like, good. November and December, zero games over 35 yards receiving. Then January came around. Oh, Julio had 58 yards against the Texans and scored a touchdown. He did have 62 yards and the loss against the Bengals in the playoffs, but just just disappeared and was hurt again. It was on IR uh, for some time. He didn't play in a ton of games after Halloween, and then that definitely carried over. So again, I was really when when I had when we had Jake uh, for A to Z put this graphic together, I was so surprised 
to see that Julio's numbers the year before the Titans was actually better than what DeAndre Hopkins did this past season in nine games each. Now, here's another nugget that I don't know if you mentioned this, Jack, or not, is that who was the quarterback that Julio was catching passes from in Atlanta in 2020? I was thinking about this while I was getting everything together this morning. Matt Ryan and Kyler Murray. Matt Ryan was, aired it out. I mean, they, they don't they don't run the ball in Atlanta with Matt Ryan. No, uh, they were throwing the ball a ton uh, with Matt Ryan and Julio, and that was a and that was a very much established connection over years, and they put up those numbers. And then D Hop last year had Kyler Murray for you know the majority of those nine games, but then was playing with uh, Trace McSorley and whoever else. Uh, yeah, I, again, I, yeah, the, the Cardinals situation, just dumpster juice, uh, towards the end of that season after, well, really the whole season. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I, I agree they're different because while these two seasons look very much the same nine games played by each, well, Julio missed eight because of injury. D hop missed six because of suspension and two because of you know, air quote injury, right? Like you mentioned, mm -hmm. and then you throw in the quarterback situation. Both teams were not very good either. And so I think they are very different because DeAndre Hopkins is, is I think probably ready to go. I think he's healthy. He's now two seasons off of his knee injury that cost him uh, the year before. And he came back and proved that he can play at a high level uh, after the injury where Julio did has not yet been able to do that after his hamstring hamstrung uh season of 2020 absolutely and look knees are knees are red flags just like hamstrings are but when you have a recurring hamstring issue that flared up four times during during the season uh, that is something you absolutely have to be worried about when you sign a receiver and and really the Titans were counting on him to be like a strong number two to aj brown he wasn't that i mean he wasn't on the field hardly and he definitely never practiced um I just, it's hard for me to look at D hop right now. And, and with what we saw last year, which was, I mean, if he was on the field for the entire season, that's an all pro caliber year. It's hard for me to look at D hop and say, ah, yeah, I, you know, he, he falls into the same category as Julio and Randy Moss and Andre Johnson and all these dudes that have come through and done nothing. He's got so much more left in the tank. His body of work recently is stronger. I, I think it's stronger than Julio's was. You know, with especially with the injuries considered, D Hop elevates this Titans offense. And, you know, Julio was coming in to be number two, D Hop's coming in to be number one. That should tell you right there where these two players are in their careers, or at least where Julio was and where D Hop is. D Hop is not Julio Jones. He's not close to Julio Jones. Maybe in three years, two or three years, we'll start to have that conversation. But you get D Hop and you will immediately have an uptick in production at the wide receiver position. You'll have defenses that have to game plan for him while defenses, when Julio was here, they were still worried about AJ Brown, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's another thing. Julio had AJ Brown across from him to distract, to take away defenses attention from now, him. And he now, still didn't in, produce. In 2021, Julio and AJ, remember both of them were on injured reserve simultaneously during the back half of that season when I think it was, Henry was out Frustrating. Julio and AJ were both on IR. And that was the first year where you could like come back on IR after three or four weeks mm -hmm. or whatever. And that was NWI wide receiver one season. Yeah. And, and the Titans were just trying to survive in advance and just tread water uh, until they could come back. And they ended up getting the one seed 
you know, with all that happening. How that, did that happen? That it was Ryan Tannehill played really well outside mm. of like four turnovers against that the defense, Steelers. That championship level defense, D Hop. Yeah, and so they missed a ton of games. And so I'm looking at this, Jack, because I've pulled up the f- the three most recent veteran receivers the Titans have added that have flopped. And I think we look at what they did the year before Tennessee and what they did with Tennessee. We just went over Julio. The year before, injury-riddled season, 770 yards in Atlanta. The following year with the Titans, injury-riddled season, just 430 yards. Right? That's less than what Austin Hooper had last year. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's look at Eric Decker, right? How about that? The year before the Titans, Eric Decker with the Jets, three games played, injury riddled season, 194 yards. He comes to Nashville, 563 in 2017, caught a touchdown pass in the playoffs just for one year. Then <laughs> Andre Johnson, the okay. uh, third of the most recent, when he came to Nashville, he was off of one year in Indianapolis, right? He actually played in all 16 games, 500 yards, four touchdowns. So of those three guys, Andre Johnson was the best when he arrived in Nashville. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the best of all four of those guys if he lands in Nashville based off of his year last season. Well, I'll just go ahead and say it. DeAndre Hopkins would be the best free agent addition at the wide receiver position the Titans have ever had. I mean, and it's really not close. Now, obviously, you, you know, obviously, you, know you have to. I completely missed Robert Woods. Yeah, I completely whiffed on Robert Woods. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about Robert Woods yesterday. I don't even think he. What do you have? Five hundred twenty-seven receiving yards last year. Yeah, and he and we know he, again. What did he come off with the Rams the year before? Nine games, tore an ACL, five hundred yards, injury. So, like, you look at Woods, Decker, and uh, Julio, all three, nine games three games for Decker all injury riddled seasons they come to Nashville underperform like Decker had the best season of the three which is crazy because I thought he was terrible but you know D-Hop obviously has a lot a lot more than than those do I mean he's got more talent in his pinky finger than all three of those guys did when they came to Tennessee so I feel good about it I I don't think that it's fair to compare D-Hop to these older guys these journeymen the Titans are bringing in or have brought in for the past 20 years it's kind of a lazy comparison just because he is an established receiver with pro bowls and all pros under his belt. Like those other guys had D hop is not the player that those guys were. He's got a lot left in the tank. He's a lot more durable. He's a lot more, he's a lot more efficient heading into Tennessee than any of those guys were. I think you should look at the D hop ad with a lot of optimism instead of pessimism with all the things that have gone wrong for the Titans franchise. Like, the sins of the Titans franchise past have nothing to do with DeAndre Hopkins. There has to be a separation there. D-Hop D- D- does not belong in that category, and I hope you guys have figured that out. And I, I think a lot of a lot of people knew that coming in. Yeah, top tier says Jack is correct. Uh, and I'm always I, correct, top tier. I'm always right. I also do think this as well. The wide receivers are different. Julio and D-Hop are different. Julio is a relying on his explosive athleticism, or DeAndre Hopkins is more of a jump shooter. I've made that uh, comparison a lot. You know, Julio's get, get to the basket, go to the up above the rim, get fouled, all that kind of stuff. DeAndre Hopkins is going to hit mid-range jumpers, and, and you're like, what the heck? I can't guard this guy because he, he's just too damn good. Like it's Kobe Bryant, age 31, right? <laughs> like that's, that's kind of DeAndre Hopkins' game at this point. 
it's not high flying like Julio. So I think that is an, a better aging skill set than Julio's aging skill set, which we've seen hamstrings failed him. Julio has now failed. Uh, so anyway, that's all right. So Jack, let's wrap up this Friday show with a buy or sell because Kevin Byard had an interesting opening statement uh, with the Tennessee Titans explaining why uh, he skipped the Titans voluntary OTAs. Here is Kevin Byard yesterday. We want to know, do you guys buy or sell Kevin Byard's reasoning for not participating in the Titans voluntary OTAs? So for obviously, I know you guys got a lot of questions. Um, I just kind of wanted to address a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, I kind of want to address the whole OTAs and things like that. Um, I had been in communication with the coaching staff uh, really early in this offseason before obviously all this, this, this news and all this stuff that came out uh, that, you know, I was going to have my own plan and be able to train on my own. Um, obviously, you know, every player on this team um, is in a different stage of their career. Uh, I am very comfortable, obviously, being with Shane, being with the coach staff right for five years, Shane being our coordinator for the last four, very comfortable within the defense. I stayed in communication with the coaches this entire offseason about any new stuff that we had, any new nuances that was coming out within the defense. But uh, I had been enjoying training on my own and uh, felt it was very important. And it, was really, it really was never any any doubt uh, from the coaches in my end that you know I was going to be here for minicamp. I knew I was going to be here uh, and be the same player that I've always been, be the same leader that I always will be. Uh, so I kind of just want to put that out there. I know you guys got some other questions, but. His reasoning, you know, he wanted to train on his own, like you heard there. He also followed up and said uh, that if he would have arrived in April for off-season work, he would have had to uh, ramp down his training because of where he was in his path of ramp up in his training prog progress and plan. So do you buy or sell Kevin Byard's reasoning? Because uh, there is something missing from that explanation from KB. Uh, that I'll talk about here in a second. But first, the Aura app does a great job of keeping you safe online. I signed up with the Aura app over a month ago, and they found that 30 data brokers had my information, and they were selling those inf that information, my information, to robocallers, spammers, telemarketers, junk mailers, email uh, lists that I didn't sign up for. But I signed up with Aura. I used our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And you can get a two-week free trial. And they got rid of those data brokers, all but one of them. There's one pesky data broker still hanging around that Aura's trying to scratch and claw out. But they got rid of 29 in like four days. So that's pretty dang good. So check out Aura. They've got a bunch of other internet safety tools uh, that they can help you out with, with, with credit and identity theft monitoring. That is a big deal. I actually got a notification uh, a few days ago that said, uh, your data might have been leaked. And Aura notified me. And I went in there and quickly dealt with it. I was like, oh. That's the first time that's happened when me signing up with Aura. That's pretty dang cool. So check out Aura. And again, that link, Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial. BetMGM, that's a place where you should get your start if you're in, into sports betting, want to get into it, want to switch your luck up, change sports books. Um, now's the time to do it because if you sign up with code A to Z sports, you'll receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. If you don't win your first bet, $1,000 back in bonus bets. That's a lot of money. Use code A to Z Sports to take advantage of this offer. Download that app, new users. This offer is for you. Punch in that code on your screen, A to Z Sports. 
uh, funny comment here from Bork says the 30th data broker that Aura can't get rid of is Zach. <laughs> Zach, Zach is the 30th that's just pestering me. Uh, anyway, so uh, buy or sell Kevin Byard's reasoning for not being at Titans voluntary OTAs. Jack, I'll send you the comments to see what the majority of fans are saying. Okay, let's start at the top here. Boyd says bye. Um, we've got Ashley who also agrees. Karen and Olivier says sell. Um, Patrick says buy. Frank agrees. Jay Blaze also buying it. Steven, buy. I want to believe. Um, let's see here. Sell says Jeff Rubel. MB just says he's over the pot stirring nonsense with Kevin Byard. Um, who else we got? Buy. He's earned it from Titan Fox. Titan Fox has been on point today with the comments. Devin Mills says buy. Top tier says buy. Um, Jody says sell. Jill says buy. Um, who else we got? Matt buy. Hammer buy. Mostly buys. I'd say 95% are buys. Jack, Austin. Do, well, I want I want you to go first because I'm okay. I'm curious because you know I was at the press conference I listened to all 15 minutes and, and look Kevin Byard's awesome I, I really appreciate everything that Kevin Byard does and how he carries himself and he's one of the the Titans that you uh, really appreciate uh, and he got the media award last year for how he handled a, a tough season so Jack do you buy or sell Kevin Byard's reasoning for skipping out on voluntary OTAs? First, I want to I want to say that Kevin Byard's greatness is underappreciated on the national scale. I mean, Derrick Henry gets a lot of attention because he plays on offense, but just like Derrick Henry is top three in his position, even on a bad year, so was Kevin Byard. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm looking at it through a lens as if Derrick Henry were to not be there for voluntary OTAs, would I care? Hell no. Go train on your own. You've proven over your entire career that you're an All Pro caliber guy. You show up, you lead, you're a leader in, on Byard's and you know, being a leader in the secondary is a, you have a lot more responsibilities than, you know, as a running back. So it's good to know that he was in communication with the coaching staff, you know, any tweaks that come in the defense, he was up to date on, he was making sure he was mentally ready, even though he was training offsite. Kevin Byard has earned my respect, just like Titans, uh, Titans Fox said, he's earned time off whenever he wants to time to, to, to take time off even if it's voluntary and on defense you've really got the same core i mean what's do you want to mingle with the the rookies i don't understand why everyone would freak out if kevin byard's not there I Wait, totally he has a different, chris harris is in right chris harris is a new defensive backs coach and is a defensive pass game coordinator which is a mouthful of a title but so chris harris is a new face but yeah and byard mentioned he's like you know i'm comfortable with shane he's worked with shane for multiple years He's comfortable, like Booker's still there as a part of that defensive backs coaching staff too. So he's Amani he, Hooker's around. He's he's got comfort level with the majority, but they do have some new pieces like well, you know, Sean, Sean Murphy, Murphy Bunting, Bunting. But I mean, it's it's the same guys. I mean, you know, he's played with Elijah Molden, you know, uh, Christian Fulton, Roger McCreary, Amani Hooker. He knows what to do on the back end. I'm not worried about him missing voluntary OTAs where they're honestly. I don't know how much stuff they're running together as a unit anyway. So you so, have a better idea of that. No. Yeah. And look, they're, look, they're doing team 11, 11, seven on seven. They're, they're, they're putting stuff in. Right. And th this is a, I, I'm not like worried about Kevin Byard, not being there that much uh, because I do think Kevin Byard's a pro, but I, I, I also know this because Titans players have said it. Kevin Byard's presence makes a difference. Kevin Byard being in the building is a positive thing for the roster. And that's where 
I think this hurts. Not this doesn't affect Kevin Byard's upcoming season, one iota, but does it potentially affect the season and progression of some of the younger guys of no. establishing and continuing to establish some of that discipline and work ethic and, and credibility that that they're trying to build? No. Because he's there for mandatory minicamp. So I mean, again, it's not like he's waiting until training so, camp. Like he's so you getting say, in, in the so, middle of June. So you buy, so you buy Byard's reasoning. I buy it to an extent. I buy what Kevin Byard's saying up until they're having on the field practices. Because when Byard said, you know, I'm on my workout plan, I start training after the Super Bowl, and in April, he is further ahead in his ramp up plan than the team would be at working out together at the facility and Byard pays his trainer to develop his plan to make him the best football player he can be for 17 games in the regular season plus the playoffs. So I buy all of that. But once there are practices on the field, that is where I sell it because practices on the field don't impact your conditioning and strength ramp up plan compared to what your other teammates are doing. Because everybody else that's of note that are not rehabbing injuries were on those practice fields for voluntary OTAs. Contract year guys like Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill, who were also rumored to be move pieces in the offseason. Jeffrey Simmons, who just got a big fat check, is out there doing all these things and competing in sprints with Arden Key. Like, and so all of this stuff is happening for healthy players like Harold Landry, Caleb Farley, um, you know, I guess really Byard and Danico Autry are the two guys that were not on the practice field for voluntary OTAs. And Danico Autry, as Mike Vrabel calls him, is an old man. Yeah, and so, I don't want and, him there. You know, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, Danico Autry needs to, to, to chill because you know he's got one speed and you want to save that speed for the season. So I, I buy what Kevin Byard's saying up until practice starts in voluntary work. Okay, I, and I understand your point, but that that also would be like me arguing how important it is for Kevin Byard to play in preseason games just to be out there and lead the defense. Like I, I don't think that's important either. And I think there's a difference. I, I think I think you know sure. he, he could be out there for off season for voluntary practices and go through a couple individual stuff and then just not do every rep, just like Derrick Henry doesn't do a bunch of reps. And you, so you give those reps to guys who need developing like Tajay Spears and do, and uh, Hassan Haskins and then uh, Julius perfect. Chestnut and, and the, the group, right? That's a perfect segue to the comment that I want to highlight that is awesome from Mr. Jones. I think it's a great angle. Okay. It gives other DBs a chance to be leaders. Um, it puts them in a position that they're not familiar with because Bayard is the unquestioned leader of the defense. Look, Kevin Bayard's not going to be here forever. So if he's gone, somebody's got to step up and fill those shoes. I, I like that because you know what? Byard's durable as hell. Okay. He's, he never misses time. But if Byard is to go down, it would be nice to have somebody back there behind him or maybe in the secondary in general that is comfortable taking charge of the defense. And the, and the other guys look up to and say, I'm going to follow that guy's lead. I have no problem with that. No, look, I, I don't disagree with that. But Kevin Byard can still be there. He can still be present in the facility out on the field. And Elijah Molden can still go get safety reps because Kevin Byard's there but not doing a lot on the field because he doesn't need to. Like all of those things that Mr. Jones said that I agree with, they can still happen with Kevin Byard being in the meetings. And I, I just 
and I know he said that he was in constant contact with the coaching staff. He had the iPad, he had the meeting notes, he had all the other stuff. He wasn't behind at all. You know, he saw Vrabel in the golf course several times during this as well. I, I get all that. So I buy it up until OTA practices started, then I sell it. I think I think there's a lot, I think there is, and this is not, I'm not saying I I'm not saying I don't like the approach. I'm just saying I'm not buying the reasoning because if I'm Kevin Byard, I probably would have done the same damn thing because also why would I go out there and practice if you're trying to cut me where I could maybe tweak something and get hurt? Like, so I don't disagree with Kevin Byard's decision to not be there. I'm just not buying the entire sell job. Because, you know, I think if Kevin Byard steps up to that microphone and says, Man, I, it's a long season. I just need the off season to kind of refocus, refresh. You know, coming back in early in OTAs, it's a, it, you know it starts and it's you know hard to get a mental break. And he's in charge of so much that I, I'm sure he could use some time off. So I don't know. I <laughs> the comments are unhinged right now, but I I I I guess I agree with your point. You know, it's not bad that he's not there. Or it's not bad that he's not on the field. But I mean, sure, it, there are benefits that come with him just being in the building. But I, again, I don't think it's a deal, bro. I don't think it affects negatively affects anybody's season, anybody's ramp up process, anybody's development. I think it gives other guys opportunities to do something they're not usually doing, and that's good. That's great. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that for Mr. Jones, and and yeah, Jack gave Mr. Jones more credit than he typically gets on the show. So uh, I'm, I'm noticing in the comments that Mr. Jones may not get a lot of credit all the time. No, but. Mr. Jones is a conspiracy theorist, so okay. Um, <laughs> okay, you just never know. You never know what uh, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. As, as, as somebody said, that a, a broken clock is right two times a day. <laughs> it, literally, Jay just dropped that in there. There, so just keep, I got keep, you, Mr. Jones. Don't worry those about these guys. Going. All right, um, so Jack, let's go wrap up this uh, Friday show. Wrap up our week with "Ain't That Good News." A busy week here with A to Z Sports with all the Titans mandatory mini camps with great storylines and DeAndre Hopkins is visiting the Titans uh, reportedly on Sunday. So we'll be able to react to a lot of things as the weekend unfolds next week. Uh, But before we get to Ain't That Good News, we want your good news, so share your good news in the chat because we want to share the good stuff across uh, uh, the the community here before we head into the weekend. But first, Krebs Kubota, speaking of community, they've been serving the Middle Tennessee community for all of your equipment needs and Middle Tennessee's equipment needs for 18-plus years. Uh, They've got uh, three locations, and that is in Murfreesboro, Columbia, and in Franklin. They are an elite Kubota dealer. So what does that mean? It means they have the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota brand. But being labeled an elite Kubota dealer uh, is also a big deal because that means uh, that you know they get the warranty perks. They get the service perks from being an elite Kubota dealer. And then the Krebs name comes in, which means elite customer service and taking care of the people. They're Middle Tennesseans. They've grown up here. Talk to Matt and Jamie, Titans fans. They know what's up. They know what we care about in Middle Tennessee, and they can help you with any project you have around your home, your property, whatever you got going on, big or small. So check them out for all of your equipment needs with uh, an elite Kubota dealer. That's Krebs Kubota or online, KrebsKubota.com. Absolutely. If you want to fund your Kubota purchase, make sure you go download BetMGM. Use our promo code A to Z Sports. You'll receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. They want you to start off hot. They want you to start off in the green. They're giving you free money, so all you got to do is take it. New users, download the BetMGM app. Use our promo code A to Z Sports, 
and you'll receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. Ain't that good news to send us all to the weekend, uh, Jack? I will let you head to the chat uh, to to read out some good news uh, here on the show. So good news. We always like to wrap up our week with sharing your good news as well. Uh, so, Jack, uh, what are the people saying for good news here? Roy says, good news. Air show back in Smyrna this weekend. The Blues are here. I saw huh. them one time. It's pretty awesome. Um, Zach Goodman says, Good news going to the lake tomorrow. Oh, lake season is upon us. I, I wish I had a lake to go to. That's awesome, Zach Goodman. If you got extra room, DM me. I'm, I'm coming with you. Uh, Jeff Rubel says, good news. This crappy week has come to an end. Tweaked my back at work. Back passenger window decided to randomly explode on the highway. Next week can't be worse. Looking glass half full. Yeah, right. How does a window explode? What's I don't know. On? Like driving on the highway and your just window just goes boom. Like that's terrifying. <laughs> Follow up with that, Jeff. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm going fishing and playing some golf this weekend. Ain't that good news? Great weekend to be outside. Way to take advantage of it, Danny. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Good news. Matt says he got a new car. Sorry, not a Hyundai. That's okay. Mm. That's okay. But for your next car, you yeah. know where to go. Yeah. You just got to go see see our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Um, Johnny says, got an unexpected pay raise this week. Those are great. Those are great to get, Johnny. That's good for you. Um, let's see. Good news for, oh no, 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 not that. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, my son is coming home tonight. He serves at the Pentagon. Ed, that's awesome news. Yeah. That's great. That, that's good. I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to tear it up tonight. Let's see. Um, Jody says cleaner air in New York today. I had to work outside for three days in a nasty haze of Canuck smoke. Canadian wildfires. Have you seen yeah. that stuff? Yeah. Is it? And I haven't looked this up. Is it coming? Is it going to make it towards us? I hope not. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. They say if you spend 24 hours outside of New York, it's the equivalent of smoking six cigarettes for your lungs, yeah, which is no, pretty incredible. No, thank you. Um, good news in Mississippi. My son's baseball tournament in South Haven already had some ribs for Corky's barbecue. Go. All right, Jack, that leads me to my good news because, uh, Nick's talking about baseball in Mississippi. I'm talking about baseball in Mississippi that I get to watch the Tennessee Vols in the super regional, uh, against Southern Miss favorites, right? So fingers crossed. I went to bet. You can go to bet MGM, uh, on your app and, and bet the Vols to beat, uh, Southern Miss in the super regional Tennessee getting to Omaha would just be a lot of fun. Like June is about to get real chill in the sports calendar, but the Vols going to Omaha would be a nice little boost uh, of energy that we can get here uh, to get us to the 4th of July and get us to the rest of the summer to, to kind of bridge the gap until training camp. So my good news is watching the uh, Vols baseball over the weekend, hopefully be able to make up for their shortcomings a year ago by getting back to Omaha. Yeah, that'll be a really fun regional to watch. A lot of storylines down there, especially, you know, the hosting situation. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, that's divided a lot of people, mainly in Knoxville. Um, incredible job from Tony Vitello to make it this far, honestly. he's uh, He's got a great pitching staff, but lost a lot of bats. Um, a couple more. Going to Vanderbilt, go doors. I wish Vanderbilt was playing in the College World Series or in the Super Regionals this weekend. Tough season comes to an end last week in regionals. Um, my good news, it's wedding season. Oh. I am walking into a string of wedding activities, wedding, uh, you know, actual weddings here for the next like three months. It's finally started. I had my first wedding this uh, this summer a couple of weeks ago, and I just love wedding season. I, I don't love traveling a lot for wedding season, so most of them are in Nashville, which I'm happy about. 
but um, I, I love wedding season. It's a great time. Get to you know see all my college buddies again whenever we get together um, from Ole Miss, who, by the way, beat Southern Miss in the Super Regionals last year. Y'all are kind of following that path of all's are. Um, so, so uh, yeah, wedding season's here. I'm pumped for it. And I know Zach Bingham, actually, you know, he just partook in wedding season with his own wedding. So right. um, it's an exciting time of the year. I'm glad it's finally here. Yeah, you're uh, you're like mid to late 20s. Like you're right in that wedding sweet spot where it's just going to be the next few years or just like five weddings a year. Yeah, I know. It, it, look, when you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh my God, another one. But I mean, when you every time once it, once the fall rolls around, it gets a little colder. You don't go outside as much. You don't get to do a lot of things as much. You're like, man, I really miss wedding season. So I'm taking full advantage. I'm going in very positive and I, I can't wait. First one. Going up to Vail, a Vail wedding, so that's gonna that's gonna set the bar high. That's cool. Vail season in Vail. Vail season in Vail. That's what I hear. I hear it's Vail season. <laughs> I kind of like it. I yeah, like we'll see. Thing. I've never been. Uh, here we go. Uh, hey, Elo says, uh, "What's up, Austin? Finally get to catch the show live. Let's go." Hey, Elo, you're you're in here. We're about to wrap up, but you made it. <laughs> you made it right there. Uh, a, a super chat uh, from you know Kane. Some good news here. He says, uh, "My Toz just won me a new motorcycle helmet uh, from his girlfriend." For y'all missing five super chats in sixty days. Uh, y'all look, man. I'm I'm sorry. Like you, you you give us a lot of super chats, and you know it's we're gonna miss them sometimes. Uh, Kane says, "Why not trade a draft pick for a younger player who can have a longer uh, and build with? What is a better gamble?" I, you know, there's Kane's super chats. He's I think that's four super chats for you today. So it's hard for us to read every super chat every day. We appreciate uh, you, Kane. Yeah, but uh, Brandon also with the super chat. Austin, can you guys do a crossover show with James Foster on the Titans draft picks and free agency? Love the show. Keep up the great work. James has done over at AZ Sports Film Room a lot of good stuff, and uh, he does have a lot of really strong uh, Titans reactions to both the draft class and the free agency, and I know he's got some uh, great plans on the horizon uh, for divisional breakdowns and projections uh, for A to Z Sports Film Room. So uh, I do think more of James is going to be coming in the near future. So keep your eyes out for that. And we'll continue to grow what A to Z Sports Film Room is as we are approaching uh, one year with A to Z Sports Film Room and James Foster. So uh, just Curdo says, uh, love watching y'all, man. Wish I could be a part of the show. Well, you know, just be here and uh, you can be a part of the show. And uh, comment like that, and we'll make it happen. So hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. DeAndre Hopkins is supposed to visit on Sunday. We'll react to everything that happens on Monday morning. Before you head out of here, make sure you give the show a thumbs up. Like the show before you go. That helps us out quite a bit. And subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Appreciate it as always.